Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. This is the ninth episode in our series on artificial intelligence. If you missed any of the previous episodes and are interested in hearing them, they're all available on the Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org under Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Today, we'll sum up what we've looked at so far, though, given the very fluid and constantly changing nature of artificial intelligence today and the discussions underway about its future impact, we doubt this will be the final episode on this topic here at the Electronic Cottage, but it is the final episode in this short series. So, let's consider what we know about, at least so far, the saga of artificial intelligence, or AI, what it means today, and what it may come to mean tomorrow in our increasingly digital world. First off, what does the term artificial intelligence actually refer to? There's no really official definition, but basically it refers to any kind of task performed by a machine that would normally require human intelligence. And of course, there's the question of what is intelligence? When discussing artificial intelligence, the type of intelligence referred to is the type that's defined by the Cambridge Dictionary as, quote, the ability to learn, understand, and make judgments or have opinions that are based on reason, end quote. Artificial intelligence does not, at least at this point, have the qualities of making judgment or having opinions, but AI can perform many tasks using different machine capabilities that, if performed by a human, would require intelligence. And that immediately suggests that we're talking about different levels of intelligence. The AI that's all around us today is what's referred to as narrow or weak artificial intelligence. Machines can perform many tasks much better than humans, but those tasks are limited to specific domains. Text generators, for example, much in the news of late, can generate written text much faster than humans, and much of the time, as grammatically correct and as factually accurate as people, though there are still many whoppers that text generators come up with because, of course, text generators today do not have the type of understanding about the world that humans do. Ask a text generator to drive a car or decide whether an x-ray indicates a cancerous growth, and it's not going to be very good at those tasks because they are outside of its domain of competence. There's another, not yet developed, kind of artificial intelligence that, in theory, will be able to perform tasks across many different domains, just as humans do today. That type of AI is referred to as strong or general AI. Are we likely to actually see that type of artificial general intelligence? And if so, will it be anytime soon? Some technologists, philosophers, and others don't think we'll ever see artificial general intelligence. But in the wake of the developments in narrow AI in the past decade or so, their number is shrinking. A significant number of people working in the AI field think that not only is artificial general intelligence possible, but that it's probably inevitable. Suppose they're right. When might we see artificial general intelligence, or AGI? Opinions on that question also seem to be changing. 
The development of what's called machine learning has had a huge effect in looking at the timeline. Machine learning is an approach in which humans give machines general goals, some general techniques, and a very large set of training data to explore, and then let the machine figure out the best way to achieve its goals. A great majority of the almost magical seeming growth in AI capabilities in recent years stem from machine learning, or ML. In machine learning, machines make their own rules for figuring out how to do things. Things such as telling a cat from a dog, or a bike from a car, or deciding whether a moving car is close enough to be a danger to the car that we're riding in, and then reducing speed or changing direction to reduce the danger without any human input. How does a machine know how to do these kinds of things? We don't know in any specific way, since once given goals and a huge amount of data to mine, the machine works internally in ways that even those who started the process don't understand in any detail. Narrow AI is improving its capabilities by the month, maybe by the week at present, and will continue to grow as part of our everyday lives, even if we often do not know that AI is at work when we apply for a loan, or go to the doctor, or, like Paul McCartney, put together what will be known as the Beatles' last song. And if many of those working in the field are correct, we may see artificial general intelligence come about in the lifetimes of many of us alive today. If AGI does come to pass, what will that mean for the way that we humans live in the world? That is a very big question. And since we have no way of knowing the answer for sure, what anyone says now is just basically speculation. At one extreme, AGI could lead to a world in which humans would no longer need to work to have our basic needs met, and could therefore devote themselves to developing art, or games, or anything else that interests them. In short, a sort of utopia in which humans would thrive as never before in human history. At the other extreme, as letters from some AI leaders have recently asserted, powerful artificial general intelligence might possibly lead to the extinction of humans, or in humans being relegated to a far inferior status, as many of us humans have done with other species, even those most biologically close to us. These recent warnings of dystopia are accompanied by calls for preventing them from coming to be by placing guardrails around the development of AI. That is something that even AI developers admit is unlikely to happen on a voluntary basis. There's just too much money at stake. Instead, any regulation of AI to be effective will have to be done by governments, preferably on an international scale. So. There's a very high-level summation of what we've discussed in this short series on AI thus far. For those interested, many of the previous episodes in the series mention books and other resources that are worth a look to better understand the reality of AI. What could be, as one scientist put it, as momentous a moment in human history as the development of fire. Except, we might add, that fire has never threatened the complete extinction of humans, nor, more hopefully, the development of a virtual utopia. 
Stay tuned. Here and everywhere, AI will continue to be amazing, almost magic, in the short term, and will certainly change our lives in the long term. What that change will mean for us humans is very much up for grabs today, and we'll do our best to follow whatever developments emerge right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Thank you.